Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the worst oh, year ever. Snap. I was very really pro- very professional. Going for the big swings here on Worst Year Ever. We are back, baby. I don't yeah. know. Just... How, how, are, how are you guys doing? How's everybody doing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Right. That's as right. well as anyone is these days. Yeah. I had um, an exciting day. I got up at 10, which is, whoa, Sophie will tell you, very early. rare. Um, and I got right to work composing a new version of the song, But Baby, It's Cold Outside, starring Hitler and Ava Brown. Oh. Hitler takes the ladies role in that, um, which makes a lot of sense, because uh, instead of being worried about what his family will say, he's worried about with the other members of the Nazi high command who have turned him into a sex symbol oh. and need him to be perpetually available to the German woman, what, what they'll say if he goes home. Yeah. And, and Robert, Ava's the one singing, but Hitler, it's cold outside. Yeah, so I'm just so <laughs> impressed. Um, see, see all that you can accomplish when you wake up just a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and you tap yep. into those morning creativity juices. Mm-hmm. Still haven't recorded yeah. those ads, Sophie, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were priorities. I mean, I mean, honestly, I accept. That mm-hmm. seems fair. Yeah. It's a fair yeah. trade-off. Yeah. yeah. Just let the, the advertisers right know what you were up to, Robert. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. let the sponsors know, hey, sorry. Uh, I'm trying to see if anyone wants to buy my Hitler It's Cold yeah. Outside song. When, yeah, when just our, record that and then send that to them. When our ad ops mm-hmm. team messages me for the, I don't know, 50th time asking for an ad, I'll just say, listen, Robert was very busy, okay? Yeah. Just Baby play this intro to outside, them. but Hitler. And they'll be like, and Ava Brown, right, right. They'll be like, uh, fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do I want the ending spoiled for me? Is is it is this song? Does it like go places? Oh yeah, I mean, well, no, actually, Hitler Hitler leaves in order to plan further Invade. for the yeah. invasion of Poland. Okay. Um, and Ava cries herself to sleep. Um, it's a good song. 
Yeah, like all yeah. good songs. I think it's going to be the hit of next winter when I when I get it properly produced. Mm. Um, collab, I think. Cody's always talking about producing music, so. Mm. Oh, we send can it, collaborate. Send it over. This. Send it mm. over. The new, let's, maybe let's a new, new theme song for mm. our show. We'll, po- we'll postal mm. service it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, I've always wanted to be the postal service of reimagined Christmas mm. songs featuring Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, such it's great a specific niche. We will, we will, we will rise to. Um, they won't important. see us waving from such great rights. Come down now. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Nine. Uh, is stuff happening? Is there news? Nah. Oh, God, no. No, <laughs> okay, never. That's good. Why would you even ask that? No, we're on our Ben Shapiro book club trajectory still. We are. Can we talk about Joss Whedon for a second? I don't know. I have a really narrow thing I want to talk about, which is that, like, within the... Con- I, one of the things I think is frustrating is this this need to, when when it comes out that somebody's done, like, shitty stuff, um, pretend that, like, you never liked their... St- like, there's this this thing going on where now people are being, like, Oh well, he wasn't that big a part of of Buffy. Um, or oh well, he like, <laughs> and it like, like there it's this attempt because they're fans of the show he made, and also they find his behavior unacceptable, which it is. They feel this need to be like, um, well, he wasn't like you know that much of of this or that. Like it's this idea that like if he turned out to be bad, he can't have actually been good at making content that I liked. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's a, a misdirected impulse. Interesting. Um, I, I would uh, just add to that. I think part of it is also that um, the one could like describe like we the Whedon speak, you yeah. know, like the uh, oh, well that happened of of it all. Yes, yes. And I feel it, like that it was fine for the time when he did it, and it caught on, and so everyone does it now in all the things. Yeah. and so that and is also part of yes, and that's part of also the backlash of like. He created this awful thing that's everywhere now. Yeah. Um, uh, well, not be, like you can watch Firefly and there's Whedon speak in it, but it still fits the tone of the show. Yeah. Um, as opposed to other other works, I would I would say. Well, yeah, and that's one of the things I, I think there's this uh, this because we've gotten so like exhausted from it. This in this I like tendency to be like, oh, it was always like. It's a horrible trend that he introduced as opposed to like, well, he wrote some stuff that people liked and everybody copied him. It's like bullet time with the Matrix. Like it's he, he really like Whedon speak is like the verbal equivalent of bullet time. And that's why it became exhausting because Hollywood is not very creative. And if they see something that works, they run that motherfucker into the ground as fast as they mm. can. Yeah, there's a reason it caught on and there's a reason it got really bad. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was. It's the kind of thing that if if Joss Whedon had always kind of stayed at the level of fame he was when Buffy was on, and the same thing of his shows, like he had a bunch of one and two season shows with little cult followings, I don't think anyone would have gotten exhausted by the way he wrote dialogue, but it became, it ate everything. Um, And it led to this kind of inability within Hollywood to have any kind of moment, like this thing that's constant in Marvel where like nothing gets to have any weight because you Mm -hmm. have to have like a crack every- every I was going to say, yeah, it's very like- it created this thing that yeah marvel does specifically but other things do generally where you don't allow uh you know the emotion of a scene or literally like anything yeah. to to sort of land which is actually again i'm not even i'm not even really a, a wedding fan i've never even watched buffy 
but it's not a thing that I think he actually did in most of his. I guess you could say with like is more like like Avengers, but like you know within Firefly at least, and uh, even like stuff like Doctor Horrible, he had the ability to have like a scene that was sad. Not oh, yeah, be for sure. like he he didn't do the thing that that people did when they started ripping off like kind of the way he wrote dialogue, which I find interesting. Becomes yeah. anyway. a genre of itself. Yeah, people start to emulate it. It becomes its own thing, not unlike. Wes Anderson type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, or or what's his name? The the Nightmare Before Christmas guy, Tim Burton. Yeah, Burton. Yeah, Tim yeah. Burton. Yeah, a All bunch of, of stuff it, yeah. got Burtonified. Anyway, I think that like obviously his behaviors fucked up and horrible, yeah. but I I find it interesting the way in which I th- I think when it comes to like the stuff that people are now criticizing about his his work, it's more just like yeah, that's what happens when your shit's popular uh it gets it mm. gets turned yeah. into something insufferable within about four years yeah especially um, when disney buys it <laughs> yes yes anyway you guys want to do something fun sure before do. disney buys our senses of humor i, know, <laughs> I would, so I would love to. Us you know un- un- this has lovable. quickly become a highlight of my week that i look forward to is talking about ben shapiro's yeah reading mm-hmm. these books and I'm gonna be sad when it's over. I'll be honest. I am this too. Is, this is a little oasis in the sea. And I, I think maybe what we could do when we finish yeah. this book is we could go back to True Allegiance, but find <laughs> the Spanish translation, and we could Ooh. all learn Spanish together in an attempt to read True Allegiance, like I did with the Aeneid in Latin when I was in <laughs> high school. That's Not a good a idea, idea for an app. Yeah. If anyone, if any developers are listening, Binge good idea to teach for us a... Spanish. <laughs> Foreign language uh, learning Program. app. Yeah, um, get mm-hmm. on it. At least three people will download the app. <laughs> the three of us. But we will not yeah. do ads for them. <laughs> and then I will travel to Chiapas and tell everyone I meet, take a bullet for you, babe, in Espanol. <laughs> I see no flaws with this plan. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, download promo code uh, Utopia. Mm-hmm. Which is the title of the short story we're about to read? Excellent. That sounds oh, good. Mm. Yay. Um, I, I I will say I will miss this. It is really entertaining. I don't think he realized how entertaining his writing is, um, in the in the way that it is, obviously. Uh who yeah. writes bad things on purpose and then releases them. Um but um we'll you find found a cult following, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did it. You did it. Um Where'd we leave off? We, we hadn't started. started. Yeah, that's right. I think you read the first sentence, but we can uh, do that again. Um, so this is the final. Uh, this is the final short story. Uh, How many in pages? This collection of three short stories. Uh, it is fifteen pages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, similar. You know, it's same uh, presentation, similar font, uh, similar uh, fr- frequency of formatting issues with the indentation on paragraphs. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of similarities. As there have been through all of his writing, there have uh, been. despite the genre, despite the message, well, he's kind of the same. Anyway, yeah. um, so yeah, this is called Utopia, and uh, as we discovered early, late last week, uh, the very first sentence is in all caps. It is a quote. Somebody is screaming, "All men are created equal." Okay. That's the first line. That's bad, even though that's also a thing the Founding Fathers wrote in Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. Can't Stop Coming Over the Thought oh, yeah, he of John loves Adams, right? 
okay. his favorite musical is 1776, and I'm sad that sounds that I right. Know that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I mean, it does have Mr. Feeney in it. Look, I actually have nothing against does 1776. It? Does it have Mr. Feeney? Sure Mr. Feeney is um. Who's Feeney play? Oh, geez, one sec. Uh, I forget which one of them, but he's he's got a major role. Um, which despite Guy's some problematic things, the fundamental problematic aspects, John Adams, he's John Adams. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, like obviously the, the deification of the Founding Fathers is problematic, but just as a musical, pretty fun musical, Mr. Feeney's great in it. All right, good oh, for him. Good, love good to know. Yeah. Also, still alive. I just Googled that mm-hmm. and found that out. Mm-hmm. Went, huh. That's right. Yep, William Daniels, Mr. Feeney, still, he still made alive. A, a, 94 years a, young. Appearance you, on the uh, Girl Meets World reboot. So again, good that's good. It is. It is nice to know that that Mr. Feeney's still guiding their lives. Yeah, helping mm-hmm. helping children meet the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should probably. Um, I on. guess so. Go uh, beyond the first. I'll, I guess I'll second. check out seventeen seventy six at some point. I've I've never listened to it. If you want to see Mr. Uh, Feeney sing some shit as John Adams, that's basically your only option, as far as mm, I'm aware. Yeah, we needed a. Uh, uh, the John Adams HBO show needed more mm-hmm. uh, more show tunes in it. We should have just had Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Uh, mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. we are. All right. <laughs> Never going to get through these 15 All pages. men are created equal is the first <laughs> line. New paragraph formatting issue. Excellent. Um, <laughs> he had seen those words somewhere before. They oh. were hazy in his memory. They were a dream only partially remembered after waking up with bright morning light hitting his eyes. Each day, he thought he came closer to remembering where he had seen them before, but then he would shake his head and keep moving with the teeming crowd, past the enormous archway emblazoned with those words, past the Ministry of Education. He knew what education was, this is a parenthetical. He knew what education was, but had no idea what a ministry oh boy. was. This is going to make me vomit. Oh, he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to do a 1984, but again, is oh, bad yeah. at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the liberals are bad, blah. Well, just, and also, it's it's just bad. It's not very good, very good writing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I think if you compare, if you, if you want to go, listener, grab your copy of 1984, and just kind of read the first page or two how Orwell introduces the way in which their thoughts have been like limited. It's 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 you know it it's, it'll be a fun compare. It's better, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might call it like a masterpiece Is as opposed like, yeah. to this, which is clunky and and. Uh, derivative ripping off like the in- written like mm. someone's bad script for a television show that they're trying mm, yeah. to sell to HBO, which mm. I'm sure Ben did. Did you say HPO? Because that I did. makes sense too. I yeah. Because I'm also a hack and a fraud. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's how mm-hmm. what makes you qualified to, you know? That's judge. HPO is 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 home pox office, and it's a mm-hmm. company that infects you with smallpox at home. Depending mm-hmm. on what show you watch, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It beam it beams it into your blood. Yeah. Shockingly, they've 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 gotten four billion dollars in venture capital funding, so Look forward yeah, to I that. Think I think they're going to make it. Yeah. yeah, coming soon to a home near you mm-hmm. with your at-home. They're using the gig, the gig economy <laughs> to spread pox. Give me the next sentence. All right, we're in the second paragraph still. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. What like because we're like almost at an well, ad break. The, then the the lovely thing about his writing is that it ma- he makes you want to stop in the middle of a sentence to yeah, yeah uh, it is talk about what a bad sentence it's that how just was. Um, so many episodes out of this. Exactly. And he uh, he's done it again because we stopped in the middle of that sentence. So I'm going to start the sentence again. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which the sentence starts past the enormous archway emblazoned with those words, which is a great sentence. That's a that's a clause we call that. Mm. All right. Past the enormous archway emblazoned with those words, past the Ministry of Education. He knew what education was, but had no idea what a ministry was. Past the Ministry of Price Control. Wait, he was that... No- um- that's actually a thing. That's not you editorializing. Okay. No, yeah, sorry. This is a, a parenthetical. That was a parenthetical. He knew what education was, but had no idea what ministry was. Uh, this is all separated from uh, with semicolons. Uh, so continuing. <laughs> past the Ministry of Price Control, parenthetical. He had no idea what price control was, semicolon. Past the Ministry of the Chancellor, parenthetical. Everyone knew who the Chancellor was, period. Oh, boy. Who is he? <laughs> well, well, I, I hope, hope we find out because we do yeah. not in this next sentence. Uh, finally, he would shuffle to his workstation at the Ministry of Energy, where he would spend his day turning on and off a spigot. God, sounds inefficient. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the purpose, the thing, the point he's making here is that like it's some socialist yes. state where everybody yes. has to have a job, but they, but they don't have. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like a poor man's poor man's poor man's fucking Brazil. It's just like yeah. Yeah, and, and Ben doesn't really want you to think too much about that bit because if the point he's making is that, well, actually, there's not enough work that needs to be done for all of the people that there are doing jobs, then is the answer that people should have leisure time? Like, what is what? Right, what is, instead like, of inventing of pointless yeah. jobs, what, maybe yeah. there's another option there. He, he's just trying to paint some disgusting version. You know, the the, 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 the things that they want people to believe socialism well, leads to. That's what this is going to be. Because 1984, again, very chilling vision of a society that's completely controlled. Um, Orwell does that by talking about the ways in which language is, is changed mm-hmm. fundamentally to limit the ways people can think, the destruction of like concepts of the family, all these different these different things that make people feel inhuman when you get inside their heads. Ben's, one of the first things he focuses on is price controls. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny to me. That like, instead of the ways in which authoritarianism fundamentally restricts the concept of human thought, he's like, they're going to put price controls in. That is very funny. It's very funny. Oh, there's just so much so quick in this, uh, yeah. this text. So it's, much dense. To... it's dense. It's dense. It's dense text. It requires Please, a lot of close reading. Uh, so that's so we're on to the third paragraph, um, right. which in true Shapiro style is one sentence long. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and it has a formatting issue with the indentation. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> every time the light turned green, he turned on the spigot. New paragraph. Every time it turned red, he turned it off. Okay. New paragraph. And with each turn, he was happier. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um, getting into the mind of the. Sounds better than a lot of people's right. jobs, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Feeling feeling happy and productive with the mm-hmm. hard work you put in. Uh, he was an older member of the city. City is capitalized, but yeah. he didn't yeah. remember that. <laughs> in fact, he had no idea how old he was. He just remembered coming into his spigot station each day, putting his ID card in the machine, removing it. Okay, coming going back to his living space with its clean white walls and its fully stocked refrigeration system and its television reruns. Nice. <laughs> no new content, sorry. Uh, going to sleep, waking up again, another day older. Each morning, he knew the spigot would need to be turned on and off. It was comforting. He had no family. There was a woman who came to his living space once a week for sexual relations on Tuesdays. She spent <laughs> exactly wet one ass hour. Pussy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's dry, sorry. Wet means there's a medical issue, I'm told, mm-hmm. from uh, the author. 
Also, Ew, one, it's too moist. One hour is longer cumulatively than all of the sex Ben Shapiro has yeah. ever had. Sure. Well, you only needed to do it. He's like, I don't know what. Has, right? <laughs> and that's if you include cuddling. One hundred percent. Check out Ben's sex book on Behind the Bastards <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Actually, that's a good place to yeah. point out. We need a break for mm-hmm. an ad. Ooh, mm-hmm. oh my god, we gotta go. We gotta find out. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. Uh, cliffhanger. Sex coming up. More details on the sex. But probably not, actually, because I think he's done talking about it. Oh, dang. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. We're back, yes, oh, we we're are back. back. Oh, we're back and God, we're horny. We sure the sh- fuck are. God, yeah. so Ooh, hot. I can't even so hot for get it together. Finding out what happens next. There was a woman who came to his living space is what happened. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Once a week for sexual relations on Tuesdays. Just waiting for like more parentheticals like he didn't know what Tuesday was. She spent exactly one hour. She was not beautiful and she was not ugly. She wore Uh the blue uniform of the Ministry of Personal Needs. (laughs) He did not know her name. Today was Tuesday, and he was happy. 
This is so lazy. It's yeah. Again, you know, just as a little like, if you wanted to make this a good a good piece of fiction, maybe something to do would be like in in the midst of this woman who's been you know made to f- look and feel as bland as possible by this government. He gets some sort of hint, catches a whiff of you know the scent of her hair or something about the way her skin feels that like leaves this brief yawning moment of of horror at the fact that like something terrible is missing from his life. And then of course it's gone in another second as he returns his thoughts to the, you know, something that is it's context a, a, to it makes, too. makes Emotional. it a story. Yeah, yeah. And like texture, you know, that helps you get into it kind of. Well, because yeah. stating this, well, he said I was happy that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the most uh, insight we've got, we get into or his satisfaction at the work. Yeah. Sure. But mm-hmm. like, you're not, actually giving context for this world i don't understand how this is affecting you anyway yeah and i we don't you know the thing uh, he's going to wind up breaking free of this system he has to and there's going to be some sort of hackneyed bullshit Mm. um Mm. but it so like you you want to give some sort of hint that like there's there's elements Mm -hmm. of humanity the irrepressible nature of the human soul that are trying to like slowly break through and he had maybe Sex again. If Ben Shapiro had ever had a positive sexual encounter, I think a normal person would be like, "Oh, well, that might be a moment of like intimacy that they can't quite quash out every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. He gets some ghost of something that's missing, and that mm-hmm. sets up that like he's going to break out of this system." I don't know. Again, if you were writing a story, you might do that. Well, especially a short story where you yeah. don't have that much time. I was yeah. going to say, you're, like, you, you really want to move on that stuff. In my head, I'm like giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, I'm sure that'll happen later a little bit, but it, right? But like, no, but he, there's no time. There's you no time, Ben. You got to do it not now. With, not with his size 14 times new Roman print. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Three paragraphs on this page. They're wow. Not long. Um... <laughs> All right, let's find out what else makes this fucker happy. Um, he had no friends. He worked with others and once every week for... This is an awkward sentence. He worked with others and once every week, four new people would come to his living space on Wednesdays. The five would play cards together. Then they would never see each other again. <laughs> it was all in good fun and it allowed him to always meet new people. Wednesdays were not as happy as Tuesdays, but they were happy. Yeah, our horny oh little boy. protagonist. This is so bad. This is this is this is bad. Yeah. He's really hammering on how happy he is, and I'm gonna tell you, Ben. I get it. All right. Tonight was a Thursday night. On Thursday nights, the members of the various ministries would come together for a nighttime stargazing. It happened on the well manicured lawn of the Ministry of Culture. When he got to the lawn, there were already thousands of people milling about. He did not look for anyone he knew. He knew nobody. Nobody knew anybody. There were no cliques. There were just thousands of people happy to see one another. And he Horrible. was happy too. I, yeah, it's awful, awful <laughs> what stuff. a nightmare. Just, oh, it's okay. so bad. What uh, a comprehensively bleak vision been places of this. God. What's interesting oh, no. is he's still People are doing... stargazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's still doing his thing where he um, uh, just horrendously overuses the same word. Yes. If you were a good writer, there's a way you could use kind of repetition of words but in something like this. But that's not what he's doing. A, yeah, he's not because he's bad. It's, well, right. it's just how he writes is my well, – Well, the, exactly. the, the intention is there. He's trying to like reuse the like the happy – 
praise, talk about how they're yeah. happy, but he's doing it every other fucking sentence. Well, which so is it seems laborious think, to absorb. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose. I think well, he is. You, as I start, you think he is? Okay. I think he's doing this on purpose. Uh, it's oh. just his habit is to do it anyway within sentences. Mm-hmm. And so that thing that he does that's like a regular thing that happens is I think infecting our view of what he's doing now. But the problem with what he's doing now is that it's like every three sentences instead of within the same sentence. So it still seems like it's both uh, poorly executed and maybe not on purpose, but I think it is. It's just, he's not very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like again, like, okay, like a couple of pages and then you, Oh, but he's very happy. Like you can get the rhythm going without it being so obvious what's going on. Um, he's just not a subtle writer. Also, there's other ways to do, play with repetition than simply repeating. Yes. Uh, he can, He can. like, it's it's actually very funny, because, like, like, you're you're so right that, like, he took the simple, like, it's this, it's like a child, the ch- baby's first sentence. He's exactly. Happy. Like, that emotion is such a simple emotion. Yeah. Uh, and there are more complex ways to describe it. Um, well, with, while having that I repetition truly, involved. I truly there's, have written better short stories than these it, as a child. There's an example here of, of just how limited Ben's imagination is. Because again, if we go back to 1984, by this point in 1984, where you're like a couple of pages in, you've been introduced to an entirely new language functionally, new speak. And you, 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 you feel, he doesn't tell you how it's limited uh Winston's ability to feel you you feel it because you 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 as like within the book he immediately like narrows the walls of perception around you by using that Ben wants you, to do that but all he can think of is just repeating that the person is happy and no mm-hmm. other emotions because to him that's the sa- he, that's the same thing cuz he doesn't actually get what Orwell was was really doing there right. um and he's not He's also not capable of imagining anything but like uh, being in an authoritarian regime is like being drugged and you're just like this happy doped zombie as opposed to what it really is, which is these kind and what Orwell depicts, which is these kind of walls of fear and like reflex that kind of reflexively stop you from thinking and acting in certain ways because you you're you're fundamentally a machine that exists to survive and you've been trained by the regime that you just don't even even begin to go down certain roads because of the danger um again ben doesn't understand things well he doesn't get this i think over and over I come back to he's just really lazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, lazy probably with his education, probably lazy with his reading and reading comprehension. Um, but definitely lazy in how he's approached all of this. I get the sense from anything Ben does is that it has taken the bare surface level of thought, actually. Yeah. He can argue loud, he can argue and spin things around and be confusing and befuddle stuff, but he doesn't actually dig deeper than the surface. And that is reflected, mm-hmm. I mean, I've probably, I've already said this, but in all of these short stories and in all of his articles, in True Allegiance, all of it. Yeah, um, it's. Yeah. I think it's most apparent in his fiction writing, um, but you, it is everywhere, you're right. Like, well, I mean, it's, sort of it's, like lack it's of... just seeped in his whole ideology. Right. It's... He he screams as someone who just sits down and writes for twenty minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, I did it. I yeah, worked today." <laughs> um, it's uh, there's no depth to it. It's like he uh, is sort of replacing, like he thinks that like density equals depth. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's not true. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and so we just, yeah. Uh, I mean, this isn't particularly dense either. No. I mean, it's dense in ways um, that we can make fun of it, but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but it's like, I mean, just mean like the, vol- like the volume. Yeah. Even yes. like yeah. the quantity of it. Like, there's so many yes, uh, aspects that he's sort of like replaced with, uh, replaced thinking or about something like carefully um, with anything yeah. else. Um, but the important thing is, he was happy too. <laughs> the night was not too cold, nor was it too warm. Oh, good. The climate control system made sure of that. Mm. The people all sat in ordered rows with enough distance between them to ensure personal space. <laughs> mm. Ben hates air conditioning and social distancing. Conditioning. And personal space. Hates personal space. Uh, weirdly hates like that there are like seats in rows. Like how seating yeah. is, yeah. It's it's weird because it's this mix of like things that you, like any person should hate, like this this uh, in a, spigot in stuff regime. or and like whatever. Like, like... They have personal space. They're stargazing. Yeah. Right. There aren't clicks. <laughs> like the people all sat and ordered rows. I can't believe they're this. They lined the seats up mm-hmm. so that you can see. The yeah, oppression it's, it's very of funny. This society. Yeah, it's so funny. Um. And the stars, wait, all right. The, it makes I, me I, wonder, I, all of this does make me wonder, what ben, What brings Ben joy in life? Is it just owning the libs? Uh, or I, or oh, is yeah. he actually ever is, like yeah. happy and satisfied in a moment? No, it's owning the libs. It's being and, um... a smug little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's certainly his chief love in life. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Um, and getting those sweet, sweet likes, you know, uh, uh, instead of getting his, I don't know, stories published or yeah. show put on TV or whatever. Or his dick um, sucked. Sorry. You know. Uh, but the other important thing is <laughs> the people all sat and ordered rows with enough distance between them to ensure personal space. And the stars, too, were in their orbits, their distances the same as always. <laughs> I Okay. I'm going to, okay. Will you read that sentence again? Yeah. I'm going to read both sentences again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's saying two as in also as in just like I just said in the previous sentence. So Mm -hmm. the people all sat in ordered rows with enough distance between them to ensure personal space. And the stars, too, were in their orbits, their distances the same as always. Okay, but that... That's meaningless because people don't people don't know that. Like, like, like it's it's one thing to say that like the temperature, which is the thing that changes all around naturally, like has been like telling us that the world is climate controlled adds something. Pointing out that the stars are the same as they've ever yeah. been. Like, how, number one, how do you know? You don't even know. Do you know what stars are? Like, right, do they tell like, you what stars are fundamentally? Do they let you know about the vastness of the been universe outside of the educated? earth? Educated. You seem to have certain words and understanding of things. Yeah, for not that aren't consistent with like a society as controlled as he's wanting. So you would have to 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 know enough about the universe, or like they control the the sky. Mm -hmm. Like maybe there's like it's like a visual thing, and like this, like they're blocking out the sky with like their version of stars. Yeah, is that that or maybe? But stars move always. Constantly, they're <laughs> whizzing through space. Yes, that's but he means um, that. The, I mean, I'm just taking it as like the stars every night 
and you know, like yeah, they and have told, their formations. Like, they they keep their spacing from each other. But also, just on a grammatical level, uh, and the stars too were in their orbits. You didn't say people were in their orbits. You said they no. were in ordered rows. Yeah, they're um, sitting, which so, is very still. much just not a, like a star. Yeah, not at all uh, like a star. Uh, he's the using the stars too to refer to Again, the distances being I, the same, but like that's not how he wrote it. it it's great, it's not important, but whatever. Because like you introduce the fact that the world is climate controlled. I have no other questions. I don't need to know how the climate control works. I don't need to know how they power it. Like okay, right. this yeah, authority. Like, control, you, you live in a bubble. Great, I get that. That's that's perfectly fine. No no further explanation needed. That's world building. You mentioned this about the stars, and now we have all these questions because, again, every time Ben mentions something that's factual in any way, he's completely <laughs> wrong. The stars aren't the same distance. All, it's like, like none of this the works. Number one right. law of Ben Shapiro's writing. <laughs> yeah, if if there's if he attempts to make a factual statement, it will be wrong, and it will be wrong in so many I ways can't that get we over can spend minutes talking ways. about. It. The might thing get is over the amazing. Mic. I've thought of it several times lately. <laughs> like. It's- well, it's wrong in like five different ways. Yeah, and all just, the ways are easily discoverable. Well, and it like it 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 brings up it does the thing you never want to do in in science fiction, uh, which is it brings up questions that take you out of the story. Like for me, I'm wondering now, like, well, okay, if this is really an authoritarian regime, like, why do they? Why are they fine with people knowing about like the wonder and majesty of outer space? Why is that important <laughs> yeah. to them? Because clearly, if they're setting up stargazing then that opens up the possibility that they're going to have some sense of like thought about the universe, thought potentially about like higher f- other forms of life or about like a deity, like all these things people think about when they look at the stars. And it could be one thing you could do world building if you talked about how he had been taught to view the stars or like you guys mm-hmm. said, maybe, they, maybe they've put their own false sheen over that isn't real stars or like all this stuff that you could do that would it, it build the world around it. Like if you talk about the way they educated him to view stars and the they, that they taught him that stars all move in, you know, the, like the same way that the people do in these perfectly ordered things and as above, so below or whatever. Maybe that could work if, again, you were a writer. But mm. Ben has instead done nothing. And now we're fucking talking about what this goddamn star thing means. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. if any, nothing else, this whole exercise uh, has been a great lesson in, in how not to write. Oh yeah! Like no, a lot you're... of people might listen to this and be like, "Hey, I feel like I could handle writing my own work because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. should." If you think you can write a piece of fiction, let better me tell you, friend, Shapiro. you can. It'll Absolutely, be better than Ben's. You can. Yes, it will. Have you gone into the world and experienced a thing <laughs> like joy or 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 even shame? Um, then you too could write a piece of you fiction too. better than Ben Shapiro's. Just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, they. <laughs> Go right, just like take this premise and write something better. Like go, yeah. go off into the world. Like I think about a time that you felt something, and then try to try to bring that to other people. Feelings, <laughs> you know. Imagine emotions. Feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's and again, so, that's like, the thing. Like it, it, Orwell in 1984 creates this very like soulless, horrific world, but you're never cut off from feelings of the characters. Like that's such an intense part. The way he writes this budding romance, the way like you get into these people's heads and like how they feel is why the story has impact. It's not Absolutely. because Orwell lists out here are ways in which this is a bad government. It's because Orwell makes you feel what it's like to live in this horrific inhuman regime. Well, unfortunately, facts don't care about your feelings, and also the facts are wrong. 
<laughs> so. so the facts will inevitably be incorrect. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I tell you, if you're wondering about emotion, though, a big surprise coming, and it's corny, and we're excited me. for it. Um, Hit me. Do we fuck do we me want, up? Do Do we want it? Do we want it now? All right. Yes. So as we've discussed. And the stars, too, were in their orbits, their distances the same as always, like all stars, uh, except one star. Uh-oh. It shot across the sky, a bright flare in the velvety purple-black darkness, and he felt a disquietude move through him. His stomach rumbled, his mind turned over, the star blasted through the calm of the evening, leaving sparks in its wake. And suddenly... His hazy dream burst into consciousness. He found himself standing, tears rolling down his face, gazing up at the sky. A terrible longing filled him, a feeling of dread and of hope. A new feeling, an old feeling. The star tore the I, night apart, I gotta... leaving day trailing behind it. No, wait, Cody, wait, so wait. this is just, okay. I need that. we need, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. No, 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 go, okay, you go, you go. No, I mean it's just this is so that's all it took for him to snap. Well, so out okay, so so I'll finish. So I'll, there's I'll a finish lot going on there. Like for uh, example, again, why are they letting them watch the stars? Why is this like exactly? Has, has that's there what I was never been a shooting star if before. If it was that easy for him to be like, what? They wouldn't let you look at the fucking sky. Okay, Cody, finish the quote. And and why is it the one? Yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll get into this. Um, but a big a big break is coming. So the star tore the night apart leaving day trailing behind it. When he looked around okay. him, he saw thousands of eyes in thousands of faces, staring at him, blankly. The star hit the horizon. He turned and ran. And there's a break of text, because time passes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so it's utterly ridiculous that this is the first shooting star that has apparently ever existed. And this During is the their first nightly stargazing that the they government do it every, makes everyone do. They do it every do. fucking week. Every week, everybody gets together, looks at the sky, and this is the only time this has ever happened to one guy. Um, and it, it, like, so there, it, it's this special boy syndrome. Yes, um, it is. Everyone's exactly. staring at him blankly. Why is he the one who is moved by this shooting star? He's the only one yeah. who feels anything. He's the, he's the only one yep. who noticed it. Is there something special about him that sees this shooting star uh, that makes him like, feel these old that feelings? He's different, right? Shouldn't they be staring, they at, staring the at the sky? Him? They're still yeah, shouldn't at they the be in, incapable of noticing difference? And yeah, um, but also like again. Oh, to keep going back to 1984, when we get a glimpse of like what that society allows as a recreation, it's very fitting. Like it's it's these like horrific, dank little bars where people drink watered down beer and play the lottery, and it again builds it. it you it never you're never taken out wondering like, well, doesn't this provide you know an opportunity for X or Y? And you see that like they've got all these different like secret police agents in there that are looking for sedition, and it it builds. It's just all very believable as opposed yeah. to immediately like. Why would you let people look at the stars like this? Yeah, exactly. Why would you, like, like, right. <laughs> it's just like it, every step of the way, you're like, did you think of, because uh, it's science fiction. If you're doing science fiction or like a dystopian fiction or something like that, that is like a huge part of it is that world building and trying I mean, to make it make sense. It's so everything. You don't have these questions. And, right? and again, like, th there's a way you could have built a shooting star had, had that be key to this. You could have it be not that there's like 
this dumb idea of community enforced like stargazing nights, but you have this idea that the government wants everyone to believe this is the way human society has always been. There was no before, there will be no after. And then one day on his way home from a late shift, he notices a shooting star in the sky. And he quite naturally believes that it's a star falling out of the sky, which suddenly sets off in him this chain of thoughts that like, well, if the stars aren't permanent uh, or beyond the control of the government or whatever, then like maybe like, and you could, again, and you can play with what that experience was (laughs) like. Yeah. Huge experience is unraveling this chain of thoughts. You can play with the sensation you're not just yeah right not this magical feeling of like that way it would be explaining why the star was meaningful what it like as opposed to like it's pretty and so i i I, now i'm i'm healed that's again so lazy so incurious and Mm -hmm. like a child wrote it we do have to take a quick break right Mm -hmm. now you know who else is a child the the companies to paid money we are entirely supported by children that's right cody oh super cute Mm mm-hmm Random kids, uh, Cody, Katie, and I show up outside of schools with uh, with with blackjacks and threaten children for their lunch money. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps us on the air. And that's what these ads will describe, mm-hmm. uh, but more entertaining. The people like they hire people to write the the copy for yeah. it. We yep. don't ever get in trouble for this stuff, do we? No, <laughs> no, we've paid off all the cops. <laughs> that's right. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together. Oh, Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. And we're back, and I think we can all agree that Ben Shapiro has never looked up at the night sky and felt awe. Would we, would we <laughs> He's never felt that? awe. awe w- yeah, because, again... You can't really feel awe if you're convinced that you have every that every single answer that was ever meaningful you had handed to you when you were a small child. Awe mm. is fundamentally like a, a, an acceptance of the unknown I feel and, like, and wonderment at it. And being told you're the special. I feel like a regular and, yeah. thing that goes through Ben's head is eh, unimpressed. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Right, right. Like. Because if he's not, uh, if he's if he's ever impressed, job, that would mean star. that whatever his dad taught him uh, about the world when he was nine was not a complete. It was not everything he needed to know yeah. about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can't wait to find out mm-hmm. 
what happens to this special man. <laughs> special man, boy. Sure. Ah. Uh, so time has passed, and he ran. It wasn't until he hit the third street that he heard the humming. The sound of the Ministry of Protection did not ululate or waver. It was a steady, loud buzz, growing in intensity as it grew closer, fading into white noise at a distance. Now the buzz grew more intense as he ran. He could hear them approaching from his right and from his left. He sprinted forward. Ah, some, some Yang endorsement in this short story. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. This uh, is not a big deal, but also another lazy thing. Just the Ministry of Defense, the Ministry of Education. Just be more creative. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just come up with something. Yeah, again, like Orwell, because he's a masterful, masterful writer, manages to create, manages to use words in such a way that that enforces kind of the banality mm-hmm. of this world while also being completely new uh, to you, yes. the reader, so that you're never bored. You know, Newspeak, you feel the way it limited, limits his thoughts, but it's also new to you as you're reading the book, mm-hmm. and thus, you're engaged. Mm. Because again, Orwell was a writer. You, oh, so you're not left <laughs> incredibly bored yes, because a yeah. writer did it. I see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The streets were not numbered or lettered. The people knew their living spaces by proximity from their workspaces, so there was no need for any distinguishing features. Again, they, fine, like there's a way to make that entertaining. As he's walking to work the morning before things break mm-hmm. out, you can describe his walk to work not the way a normal person would as now I took a left, now I took a right, but like the distance it is from his home because those are the only, like there's a way in which you But what if he just the, explains it in one what sentence? What if he just explains it rather what than, if, you know, or that. what if that yeah, happens Of course, instead. that's how you do it. They all looked the same. Even beige buildings covered over with evenly trimmed ivy and evenly spaced balconies. One per living space. They get no balconies? More, no less. Yeah, they get nice, <laughs> he, he, even, he, he, nice evenly spaced So you world. can see those stars It sounds at night, better baby. than how he wants a lot of people to live. Um, mm-hmm. Very funny. They have balconies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they had balconies. And therefore, the people who lived inside those living spaces were happy with their standard issue artificial flowers, their standard measured televisions, and their carefully stocked ice boxes. Okay. Again- Ben, you have not yet made this sound markedly worse than life for millions of people under capitalism. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> At least they all have food. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah they all have food. They have flowers. Um, They have balconies. Artificial uh, flowers, Honestly, artificial flowers are all the rage right now. I keep getting mm. targeted ads for them yeah. because they don't die. Do not yeah. give in. Well, I, mean, I don't, you might do want some. don't do it. Don't do it. <sighs> okay. Don't, so, don't, don't succumb. To the dystopian left and their artificial flowers. Um, then go ahead. It's free country. Um, it's it's just remarkable to me that Orwell, a, a leftist so committed he got shot in the throat fighting fascists, um, yeah. imagines a better, clearly inspired by kind of left-wing movements, a, a more realistic uh, authoritarian regime um, than Ben Shapiro, who's professionally terrified of the left, who can only make it seem... Yeah slightly better than how a lot of people live today. (laughs) They get free stargazing nights every night. They can see the stars from where they live. Evenly spaced balconies. You can watch the stars. Mm -hmm. Sex days. Everyone in Los Angeles, the people in this world can sit on their balconies and watch the stars. 
Like the and idea of like being able to see the stars distanced. at all. Like, social distance. Yeah. We don't people have to share people's the, germs. Uh, private space and whatnot. I don't know. I would it's like a carefully uh, stocked icebox. Again, and if he was, if he actually wanted to make it unsettling in ways that were consistent with his beliefs, it would make more sense for them to have like no senses of public space. Mm. Like, also, shouldn't shouldn't it be like because sex and physicality, like none of that matters at all? There's no differences yeah. between men and women, and so like everybody is just one physically entangled, like mm. indistinguishable think, mass. All right, instead of so atomized, like random yeah. thought, he, icebox. What is he? 1950s yeah yeah yes he is what a weird specific what a weird um choice again Mm. makes it like as if it's more orwellian written of a different time but just that just the word icebox yeah 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 yeah, again and like like, describe british or something i don't know if they say that like just i think they probably they probably do i don't know but ben's Um, not british (laughs) uh but also like Describe him doing this at home. Like, yeah. go to your, like, watch something on your standard measured television. Yeah, what are they watching? And wish that on it was bigger. TVs. Yeah. Like, Just wish reruns. the show was more interesting. Go to your carefully stocked icebox and have, like, a t- your taste is, I don't know, like, just. Yeah, tell us what's because right now I'm just imagining like oh so they've got like Netflix and as much food as they need. It's like right. Okay, I'm imagining. I'm I'm sure Ben means suck. Is it boring? Some horrible government, you know, TV and like the food is all bland and not nutritious. But like we don't get any of that. So we have to assume sounds like nobody's starving and everyone has a balcony and a television. Well, right, because he's operating from this sort of like. This his whole punditry, like I'm this right leaning, like conservative libertarian, I guess. Uh, and so his audience assumes these things because yeah, they well, know the author. Like I know Ben wrote this, therefore I bet it's like really bad food and like boring, uh, bad tell. Like it's all well, stuff it, that we have to assume because we know the writer instead of the writer it, doing a good job. I, I think there's actually something more insidious than that here because I, I think the thing that is supposed to be horrifying about this more than anything. This is, again, a, a good example of like where he's different than the guy he's trying to emulate. With Orwell, the thing that was frightening was the limitations on the human ability to conceive of things, to even think about liberation, yes, to yes. even mm-hmm. think uh, like independent – like the the way in which shutters were placed upon the human mind and thus the confines of the human soul was the central horror of 1984. And Orwell very ably depicts that. The horror with Bin is that nobody gets to be rich. Mm-hmm. Like that's really what's going on here is that there's no rich people. He's not horrified. Like he's not presenting the day-to-day life of these people is is particularly a nightmare. The thing that he keeps going back to is that nobody has more. Nobody mm-hmm. has bigger a bigger apartment. Everybody gets a balcony. There's not like everybody there's gets not super like, balconies yeah yeah, yeah the, like yeah. that's the thing he's frightened that's that's scary to him is that like nobody's rich in this society and it's very telling that like the difference between 1984, a masterpiece, and what's frightening about it, and what Ben clearly thinks is frightening, which is there's no rich people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. the you, you hit the nail on the head, Robert. Yeah, that's interesting. I think you're yeah. Right. Again, just incredible writing when you have to stop and mm-hmm. just like question every single sentence. But now they were opening their regulation compliant double pane windows to watch him run. Oh no! Double. Why pane is the windows. double pane emphasized? Because of fucking well, Obama, like, probably. It, it's because right? of like, like EP energy policy yeah, shit. shit. Exactly. <laughs> Again, we go from like What's 1984. What's the problem with it? Isn't that good? I, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like Ben is Ben finds 
Ben finds like mandatory double pane windows for energy efficiency just as horrifying as a regime that annihilates the ability of, of, of human beings to engage in physical intimacy. Um, uh, the 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 elimination of history is as frightening to Ben as requiring energy efficient windows. It's incredible. It's very sentence. funny. What an incredible <laughs> it's, fucking it's sentence! Extremely in this funny. Short story. But now they were opening their regulation compliant double pane windows to Horrible. watch him run. The horror of the double pane windows, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, he could feel the cement pound beneath his rubber soles. That's not right. Mm, that's not correct. He could feel his feet. He could feel pound his feet cement, pound maybe. against like, the cement. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The cement's not pounding. <laughs> he could feel the cement pound beneath his rubber soles. All right, his breath started to give out. He. It's an awkward sentence. So, like this. Yeah. Okay, he could feel the cement pound beneath his rubber soles. Semicolon. His breath started to give out. He breathed Great. in and out, Great. in dash and dash out. Great. Which I'm, I don't think that's. This is what, bad. That's. Mm -hmm. mm. He breathed in and out, Burger, trying to find a regularity, <sighs> anything regular to hold on to, trying not to panic. Too many regulars and regularity and regulation was earlier in this paragraph. Come it's on. Bad. Man. It's just bad. Uh. <laughs> Anything regular to hold on to. He's just running down the street. All right. He and the and the sirens hummed closer. Then he saw them in the reflection of the large mirrored glass panes of the Ministry of Food Provision. The cube-shaped in, in the cube-shaped enforcement pods were rolling down <sighs> the street after him, gaining rapidly. Oh, this God, is unimportant. It's very silly that there are enforcement pods. I would posit that it's sillier that they're cube-shaped pods. Well, I think I know what he's doing there. I'm trying to remember the name of the show. Um, it's The Prisoner. It's The Prisoner, right? The, with with, the, but the those were that, bubbles. Yeah, yeah the bubbles could, that come in. You could yeah. call those pods. I don't think you can call a cube a pod. You can call well, it. Well, no, I, I don't think that's right. But I, I think he's literally just doing. He's, oh no, he, he like, absolutely is just doing. Like, the prisoner, I don't even yes. think he watched the prisoner. I think someone described it to him, and he decided to do what he. Yeah, thought no, was an he, he absorbed to a thing that. Yeah, it's through uh, like cultural osmosis, right? We're like, oh, yeah. I know the image of the the guy with a number on his chest. And yeah, the, exactly. Then the bubble comes after yeah. him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So there, yeah, there. I mean, <laughs> a lot of things silly about this. Um, I shouldn't harp on the cube shaped pod, but. Uh, no, but it's I, just, but yeah, I, I don't know, it's very funny. Um, and it's just like, it's such a, uh, there's a, oh, there's a UCB sketch from the Upright Citizen Brigade sketch show they did for like three seasons. And there's a uh, sketch where it's, it's clearly L. Ron Hubbard, uh, like an analog reading his sci-fi book that's like trying to get people to do a cult. And it's like terrible sci-fi and every word is like, he put on his vision goggles to eat his nutrition <laughs> food. Mm -hmm. And I like, it's such bad sci-fi writing and I can't think of anything but that like. every single time he'd like capitalizes something Absolutely. important or something anyway the enforcement pods are after him in the sure. lead pod capital p he could see the slack-jawed face of a slightly bored enforcer capital e who leaned forward and pushed a button suddenly the pod jumped as though spurred with a cattle prod bucked and leapt toward him the distance shrank one block his mm. feet were giving way now half a block. <laughs> uh, the pod loudspeaker opened up with that pulsating rhythm. 
He'd heard the rhythm once before. Shouldn't say rhythm again. He'd heard the rhythm once before. You'd only seen... God. He'd heard the rhythm once before. He'd only seen one enforcement action before. It had been this a young so girl <laughs> ready Wait a for Didn't he hear it? <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, I'm and I'm sorry for letting his writing trip me up in trying to read this out loud. He'd heard the rhythm once before. He'd only seen one enforcement action before. It had been a young girl ready for recruitment to the Ministry of Personal Needs. She had so run. His- his mm. word repetition now has stopped being purposeful and has just Oh yeah, this is just this is just sloppy. not very I good. Feel, yeah. I feel like I need to point that out well, here. Yeah, yeah. It's also funny to me that like the thing that I'm sure one thing I'm sure that Ben finds horrifying about 1984 or at least the television version of 1984 that I'm sure is what he's watched rather than reading the book is that there's like there's no distinction between between men and women in their society, right? As a desire to, to to kind of excise from humanity the capacity to form families and fall in love because it's a threat to the state. Um, ben still has a, a very clear separation. Men do some sort of job, and women are just there for sex. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's oh, yeah. that's yeah. It, again, it's, just very revealing it's about Ben. Consistent? No, it's consistent. Yeah. Good. Um, mm-hmm. And it says nothing about Ben. Yeah. Is this a is this a good <laughs> place? To- to wrap it up or yeah i so like i was gonna say i'm actually like frustrated reading this now and i think we need to take a week break and come I back think to we it do too i feel like that's the general oh vibe god here what right we now. do talk about the We're news gonna say- oh i mean a week break in like real time in that in meaning in a week we'll come back to this oh okay bullshit. we'll still come back thank oh, god yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah no we have to find out what happens I yeah. just like but, I can't read this out today. loud anymore. We're done yeah. today. You know, we've got to digest what we've learned. We will finish now. We got to process our trauma. And my request for all of you in this next week, because we only have maybe one more week of going over Ben's storybook. Maybe break two. Break into his house. Really bad. We'll find see. where he lives. Break into his home. Steal mm-hmm. his hard drive. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. got to be a file on there that's, we need that's more just short stories or scripts. Yes. You know, um, bring mm. it. Bring them to us. Uh, There's other people we could read. There's other people's work we could celebrate. Anyway, yeah, but not as good as this. Not as tasty as There's this. something special yeah. and tasty about this. He is a special boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he sure is. All right, guys. Check us out online at Worst Year Pod. We'll be back next week. Keeping it classy. Worst Year Enforcement Pod. Yep. Ah. Cube-shaped. Because he didn't want to do spheres, because that's from the prisoner, and he couldn't do it the same way. Yeah, it's extremely funny. <laughs> he just knew he was ripping off the prisoner, and there's uh, no way he's watched the prisoner. He can't have. Of course like not. I can't no. imagine I Ben Shapiro sitting down and watching on, that show. Is this cube floating or is this cube on wheels? If so, it's got to be like, floating. It's if it's on floating. wheels, that's yeah. very funny. But like, uh, no, floating, no, <laughs> floating cubes is a, such a funny image. Well, so me. here's the thing, and we'll okay. We're the episode's not over yet. All right. So, uh, in the <laughs> sentence that introduces these enforcement pods, uh, in addition to the other things we talked about, the cube-shaped enforcement pods were rolling down the street after him, gaining rapidly. They were rolling down the street. Uh, and so the cubes, so they can't they can't roll unless they're on wheels. So the I'm pretty sure the cube pods have Are wheels. Cars? Isn't that? I, not... I think they're just. Cars. I mean, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Cybertrucks. 
Oh, okay, I'm glad that we funny. cleared this up because obviously a sphere can roll down in different ways or float or however you want to get it. Yeah, but a cube can't. I mean, it needs wheels to roll. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad we cleared that. I hope they're rollerblades. Oh, I they're yeah. Not. I bet they're All right. All right. The episode's we'll actually out. over now. Yeah, now okay. we're done. <laughs> Bye. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb. And it's going to get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.